Eagle looking great. Here we go. As soon as I see my face, I'm going to say something. Hello, everybody, and welcome back for another episode of the Sci-Fi Wise Guys live and in your face. My name is Chris. And my name is Anthony. Here on the Sci-Fi Wise Guys, we watch and review usually science fiction and science fiction adjacent visual entertainment media that goes straight to stream or straight to DVD, VHS, Laserdisc, uh, Laser Blu-ray, mm-hmm, whatever. Mm-hmm. Betamax. Uh, but, but today is a very special day. It is the capstone Yes. For Turtles Month, the hmm. very special 39 and a half year anniversary of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a franchise Anthony and I both love amongst uh, lots of other people. But Do we love it? I love it. I mean, <laughs> devoted a whole month to it. We devoted, uh, I, I, you're actually, we, we started off devoting a month to it. And uh, real, real quick, before we get too far along, a Cowbunga, Cheshire, or Purple, or whatever hey, you want to be Phenom. called. what's up? And Phenom, how's it going? Here, How's it going? Um we we did we we started off we were like pizza toots got 30 seconds <laughs> we started off we're like we're gonna celebrate the 39th anniversary of the teenage mutant ninja turtles and then we lost track of time and then we were like oh well we'll do a bunch of turtle stuff leading up to the new movie and then we and then we were like oh no that's J Tro july we can't do that and then it was like, oh, well, we'll just do the 39 and a half month anniversary. We'll yeah. do a whole month dedicated to Turtles. And then we, and then, you know, in a month, and I'm, I'm looking it up real quick, in a month that has four Mondays, when we release on Mondays, so in a month that has four Mondays, we, uh, I think we recorded seven episodes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we did, we're, we're, we're going way into September with this, yeah. uh, fairly certain. I think, uh, you know, if you're listening to this in podcast land, it's already mid September. Like it's yeah. past. Yeah. yeah, we're way out there. It was Suckers. just so much we wanted to uh, to to talk about. And Chris even like turned down some ideas. Yeah, which was interesting. I just well, I, I ran out of bandwidth. For anyone who doesn't know, first time listeners, I'm expecting a, a baby in the month of November, and I'm slowly getting everything ready for it. So yeah, yeah. Uh, in between putting up ceiling fans, hanging or applying vinyl stars to a ceiling painting that ceiling it's a nightmare so i just i couldn't do certain things so but yeah next year is the 40 and One a half and a, year 40 and a half yeah so who knows 40 and a half who knows yeah. uh cheshire uh, we can't get turtle costumes spirit halloween is not yet open yeah uh and i wasn't about to shell out the <laughs> pun intended <laughs> the thousands of dollars for a legit yeah costume uh i i sweat in this room doing a live stream normally i couldn't imagine doing it uh with a turtle costume on (laughs) decked out as uh the best turtle yeah Raphael for sure donatello 100 percent. yeah well start uh, some fights wow 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 uh 10 backflips go (laughs) um wrong movie one (laughs) it's close 16 17 So we are watching today, the 1990, well, we're not watching it. Hopefully, we're not watching it uh, for the first time. I watched this movie four times over the past month Mm -hmm. in preparation for this. We would watch a different Ninja Turtles thing, and I'd be like, you know, that was cool. I'm going to watch the first one. (laughs) Uh, And so I'm ready. Anthony, are you ready? Let me me see. Yes. Cool. We're going to stick somewhat to the format. Mm, no, 
you try your no, hardest, my dude. No. Okay, cool. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Um, yes. Lean, my, green, and on the screen everywhere. If, if my Google will work for a second. Jeez, come on. Come on, Google. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, commonly abbreviated as TMNT. No, you're looking the, at the primary Wikipedia the, <laughs> entry instead of the, int- the entry for uh, this particular. Jeez. It's know, okay. We're just staring at this movie poster. It's fine. Uh, you know, it's, just, I'm, you know, it's I'm, good. I've had one of those days. Hey, g- cool news. Um, mm-hmm. I got a raise. Oh, that's good. Today. I'd like you to raise the level of professionalism uh, you have well, right now along with it. Yeah, I could do that. Um, Only one raise per day? Is that what you, it is? You don't pay me. So, no, I do not. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is a 1990 American superhero film directed by Steve Barron and written by Todd W. Langan and Bobby Herbeck from a story by Herbeck. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and call it Duck a Duck. I don't know any of these people. I've never heard of a <laughs> single one of them. Um, Steve Barron is most famous for directing Billie Jean. Oh, okay. Summer of 69, Run to You by uh, Brian Adams. A, okay. Okay. A bunch of music videos. Ton of music videos. It sounds Coneheads. Like. <laughs> that checks out actually. That does. Africa check out. by Toto. Oh, okay. Uh, the Adventures of Pinocchio. So this dude's um, well versed. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> actually, I, I, I the the music video background is going to come up later in conversation for sure. What is, what is authority control? What is that? I, it does not matter. Yeah, that's. I don't know it why does not matter. linked on his Wikipedia, but Todd W. Langdon. Uh, is a master's degree in aerospace engineering. Oh, cool. And apparently uh, was a writer of The Wonder Years, and Bobby Herbeck um, is credited for several things, Chips, Different Strokes, Smash, The Jeffersons, um, Wrongfully Accused. So, you know, all you know, in I, all, um, I don't want to say that it is a bunch of unknowns, but, like, not anyone super much. famous. Right, right. I, I, wanted, I had a question to ask, and then Phenom in the, in the chat here actually answered it. Uh, on the poster here, underneath the words Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, one on top of the other, it says, hey, dude, this is no cartoon. <laughs> and there's quotes around it. Yeah. And I was like, well, who says that? Like, who's talking right now? Apparently, it's Phenom mm. in the chat. He That's says, hey, dude, quote. this is no cartoon. Yeah. Just now. Uh, some sort of time paradox. Uh, <laughs> That's he, the third movie. He went back in time 33 <laughs> years. Uh, <laughs> some sort of back to the future something. Yeah. And uh, added it to the poster. Yeah. Uh, let's get. I'm going to throw some facts out there. Fact me. I'm going to do all our normal facts, and then we're going to throw them all out the window. But I'm just going. I'm just going to run through them, just because you said we should stick to the format as much as possible. So I'm doing this for you, Chris. Cool. On IMDb, the blurb reads: Four teenage mutant ninja turtles emerge from the shadows to protect New York City from a gang of criminal ninjas. Perfect. Uh, this is sitting at a 6.8 out of 10, with over a hundred thousand ratings uh median score of do 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 set or unweighted mean because they changed it on me 7.1 look at that 25.9 percent of the votes a seven i think phenom is in the chat just quoting the movie is he just start watching the movie now phenom and just type in every line that you can <laughs> that you like as we go and yeah. we should uh we should line up it's it's one of the uh, a long time ago we once suggested hey we should live stream a movie mm-hmm. on amazon prime and review it in real time uh, Mutant Turtles is not one of those movies, so no. no uh, but feel free not. if you do it; yeah. it's not illegal, right? So yeah, exactly. Uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, this thing is sitting at forty-two percent rotten with an eighty-one percent audience score. Uh, critics' consensus: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is exactly as advertised. 
one-liners, brawls, and general silliness. Good for the young at heart, irritating for everyone else. Disgusting. Ugh. Metacritic, 51. How is it higher on Metacritic than Rotten, than Rotten Tomatoes? Anyways, 51 Metascore, mixed or average reviews with 8.3 user score. All right, my people are coming up. My people are coming up. And then lastly, 3.3 on Letterboxd. Coming out, what does that come out to? 6.6? 6. 6. Yeah. Uh, the blurb here, heroes in a half shell. A quartet of mutated humanoid turtles clash with an uprising criminal gang of ninjas. Uh, Look at that. That's a that's a great... I'm going to take that, put it on my MySpace page with the banner, you know? 82% perfect. of the Google users like this movie. Of course they did. Of course they did. I... Uh, <laughs> The I, I'm I don't I don't know how to handle these ratings. I don't know if I care. Like I think out of all the movies we've ever watched, this is the one I, I least care about all of the ratings. Just to finish them out, what is your, what's your rating, Chris? On a scale of one to ten. Oh, nine point six. Nine point six, huh? Not even gonna make a reference to the nine point nine five at the end of the movie. <laughs> Not gonna just continue this joke. It's obviously a nine point nine five. Almost perfect. Uh, the only thing would have made it perfect if it was another twenty minutes of action scenes. That's uh, but say, just gags, like, just gags. I just want, yeah. I just want action scene gags. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say like the, the only thing that could have made this movie better, in my opinion, is if there's just more of it. Yeah, like so, a, a like, lot more. Instead of instead of making Secret of the Use um, and Turtles Three, mm-hmm. they just like like there's Took like that the, budget, the Tolkien extended cut. Right of TMNT, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just it's like a four and a half hour long movie. Yes, then it would be a ten. Okay, okay. I'm gonna stick with my nine point nine five out of nine point nine five. It's fantastic. <laughs> uh, no phenom. We won't be talking about TMNT two. How dare you? Um, Secret this... of the booze. <laughs> Am I right? That was good. That's good. Yeah, that, that's really good. Uh, so I like we we normally normally we watch and review things we've never seen before, and we've actually done that quite a bit during Turtles Month. We watched uh, we watched Batman versus uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, something we've never seen. Rise of the Team NT, something we've never seen. Um, mayhem, some, Mutant Mayhem, obviously seen. something we hadn't seen. You know, uh, but this is something like you said you've watched like four times this past month. I've watched it a couple of times, including like I t- I I timed it so that I finish the movie and then walk in here. Mm. Like I didn't just like watch it late. I was like, okay, when do I start this? Looked it up. Okay. This is when I start it. Cause I want it. I wanted it in my veins. I wanted it as fresh as possible when we're talking about it. Uh, Phenom has a favorite fact about TMNT. It does. He, he, he doesn't want to share it cause we might bring it up later, but feel free to share it. He's, he's never, sh- he's just, he's just going to come yeah. in, start quoting the movie. I mean, here's the deal. I've never known Phenom to not say whatever he's going to say anyways. Mm-hmm. So he might as well just say it now. So, <laughs> I work, we'll give you the space. Do you I want to call in, Phenom? Do you have a could, webcam? Do you want to just could, show up? I could never get that guy to shut up anyway. So why is he going to do it now? <laughs> that's not fair. That's not fair, Chris. No, he's, he's great. Phenom's great. It's, that's not fair. Yeah, you're thinking of the other guy. <laughs> thinking of the other guy. Think about, if I think of myself, jeez. I mean, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of projection going on right here. Oh, look, oh, look. He uh, he had it typed out, but he backspaced uh, it. Control yeah. Z. Can we <laughs> control Z? <laughs> so uh, you brought up uh, Steve Barron, the director, uh, directing a lot of music videos. And something I forget about, but something I, I remember, I should say, every time I watch this movie, no matter how recent the last 
watch was is how the music especially the drums is used to emphasize like the fight scenes uh Raphael's getting the crud beat out of him and it's just all the sound effects are just a drum set crash cymbals somebody you know moving down the toms what have you it's really 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 well done and it's throughout the whole movie just instead of like we like it's a way to tone down the violence a little bit instead of having like punch noises you know like you would in most scenarios a lot of times they had just have some weird musical instrument usually drums or a little bass being played and i, I really really like that and i think that then we we talk about him you mentioned hey he uh did a lot of music videos i mean it shows like being able to to run to put the action up with the music um in a way that i don't think a lot of i mean this is what what would you call this a sw- swashbuckling action movie about <laughs> a swashbuckling is like the closest i can get to like because it's a the the thing is the the whole thing's ridiculous, right? They're giant walking, talking turtles who are also ninjas who fight other secret ninjas. Um, and then there's a ninja master, and then uh, Casey Jones commits casual murder. <laughs> we assume for at least another year before the next movie comes out. I, I swashbuckling's good. I think that's a, an yeah. appropriate term. I was like, it's not sword and sandal, like the it, just the idea that right. like. Like the idea of a sword and sandal movie is that in Rome, the gladiators are the only people that can solve the problem, right? Like the, there's a Roman emperor and he has huge armies, this big mm-hmm. senate with all these politicians, but the only people that can solve his problem are a bunch of people who kill each other for other people's fun, right? Yeah. I mean, so, that makes sense to me, yeah. Um, well, totally. Yeah. But like, uh, checks out. <laughs> but like um, the, the ninja movie, which you know kind of started a few years earlier, um, here in America, it's a little different, and so I think yeah, swash, swashbuckling action is probably a very appropriate turn of phrase. I mean, so. even even when like it's at its most serious, it still has a gag or two in the action, right? Yeah, the action is and and, and uh, Kel's in the chat name dropping people and doxing them everywhere, <laughs> uh, mentioning that it, like they're pretty limited in the, co- the turtle costumes, and that's that makes a lot of sense. Like the tur- that turtle costume hitting something does not sound like skin yeah. skin contact, yeah. uh, and so instead of overdoing the foley, you have the musical cues and some of the sound effects. Uh, I think the I'm praising it in this movie, and I would bash it in the next one. <laughs> uh, it definitely is is completely different, um, but I think it really it towed the line right. It was just enough to where you know you're not supposed to take it seriously, but it's not way over the top goofy. Yeah. Well, I, we, we talk about it in some of the other things that we watched where the irony of this being the most grounded of <laughs> all of the Turtle movies. Like, And I know it sounds ridiculous when I say that yeah. out loud, but the only ridiculous, truly ridiculous part of this movie is that there's a mutant rat and Turtles, right? The fact mm-hmm. that there's like a, a clandestine ninja clan with a theater system in New York City, uh-huh, like I uh-huh. can totally believe that that's an actual thing yeah. that actually happened, right? I but, think it happened in an episode of uh, <laughs> what's, uh, yeah, Walker, Texas Ranger. I'm pretty sure yeah. there were bad ninjas in that at some point, sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Str- uh, it wasn't even New York. Games. Happy happy anniversary of TMT, that's right. 39 and a half year. Um, it, it's just ridiculous but not so ridiculous where it's not believable, right? Like mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. the in Batman versus the Ninja Turtles, Bat, part of Batman's rogues gallery gets turned into their inner animal through a weird venom thing, right? Like right, in Rise right. of TMNT, the movie, aliens from another dimension come to Earth 
and there's time travel involved. And turtles, turtles forever. They mutate a bunch of people. They travel yeah. dimensions. Yeah, yeah. And mutant mayhem, like you know, in <laughs> mutant mayhem, uh, a bunch of animals from the New York Zoo get melded into one large mutant kaiju. Right. Yes. Spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen that movie yet. Sorry, but um. But that doesn't spoil movie, anything. You should still go watch it. But this movie, and it's not even a budget thing. Because mm-hmm. I think, like, in the wrong hands, maybe this movie could have been really, like, for all intents and purposes, this is a B movie. It's an independent yeah. film. It, it, it has, uh, <laughs> God, I'm <worried. laughs> uh, Magical Snail, why don't you give me some of that elephant shit? Um, give me some of that giraffe. Uh, He'll understand. Are you, no one else, Katamari, are you making a Katamari reference? No, right now? no one will refer. No one will understand that reference, but him, maybe you. Um, but like the other movies, like uh, <laughs> fire, give some of that fire. But wow, I, I like it's like I said, it's not even the budget because you can have a crazy cheese-filled B movie that's just out of control. But Steve Barron did a mm-hmm. really good job of making this movie seem like it could actually happen. Yeah, outside uh, of the mutant turtle and rat, <laughs> except, for, except, except the mutant turtle and rat, uh, the former hockey player turned vigilante. Uh, I mean, the fact like, that, like, <laughs> the, I think, like, the, the, okay, uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say the most unrealistic part of this movie is that, like, you get a ninja clan that big. You expect me like they're all ninjas? Vigilante, vigilante. How did I say it? Vigilante. Is how are you supposed to say it? I don't know. I think it's. Oh, okay. uh, I, I, I don't want to have a uh, pronunciation debate with you. <laughs> Vigilante is the right way. That's what Kel's saying. Okay, got it. Um, the, the thing with Vigilante... Vigil- <laughs> just a soft G. Vigil- <laughs> there, there, were no, there were no snitches in the entire Foot Clan system, right? The cops didn't know anything. Well, I mean, there's a shredder in Master Tatsu who will like kick you in the head if you're not. I know, but like most are just kids. They're like, yeah, come hang out. Like they're not being super secretive about it. Well, and it's all boys. For, I think there's a couple of girls in the in the wider shots, but for the most part, it's like 99 percent men <laughs> between the ages of 12 and 20. Do you want mint? Like when Sam That's Rockwell true. offers you menthol <laughs> or regular, <laughs> and then doesn't give them either. I don't know if yeah. you noticed that he immediately he's just, got, just gives spurts. a box to somebody yeah. else and walks away. Hmm. No, I mean, like I think that part of it is, yeah, there's there may not be any snitches, but it's because like they're everywhere, right? Yeah. Like if you're gonna, sn- maybe there was a snitch at some point. That's why Chief Barnes. It doesn't matter, Chief. That's why the police chief, like when 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 April O'Neil mentions the foot clan mm-hmm. you can like you can see you will see a visual change in his face like he knows he's heard of it yeah the foot clan exists but all of his informants you know you know they uh they ended up in a trash compactor apparently <laughs> um it's chief stearns by the way stearns yes thank you burns barnes burns stearns yeah, um, it's all the same he's an unimportant character are you trying to tell me how to do my job uh yeah that guy <laughs> so good it's over the top Love like it. when he's uh when he gets Danny's uh paperwork, he yeah, just yeah, leans he back leads in his back. chair, kicks his feet up, like he's ah. like all of my problems have been solved. <laughs> I'm about to do a little. Ex- what would that be? is that extortion? What is that? I think it's blackmail. Blackmail. Uh, You're right. Thank you. Is this the last time that the press were the good guys in a movie? Like name. <laughs> What's that one movie about the Boston Catholic priests? 
Oh, I have no idea. That sounds like a movie I skipped <laughs> real hard. <laughs> real hard. Okay, Chris. Because I don't think April beats anyone up unless she's she talking, tries. About, she unless she's talking about a metaphorical fight. Oh, uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the larger fight against crime. Oh, you sure. Know, you I know. mean, like, it's the problem is, is that it, in, in any movie that typically has a reporter or a journalist, it's not so much that they're portrayed as the bad person. But like their desire to get the truth supersedes sure. any reasonable amount of decency. I think the prime example is the movie Die Hard, where mm. that dude will do anything to get a story, right? Up to and including possibly getting a bunch of people killed by McClane's family. Yeah, yeah. Like it just it, exposing yeah. John McClane to Hans Gruber. Like it's it's terrible. Like it's stupid. I, it is the same like, thing in the second movie. Like it's how. Just, how many minutes in are we right now? Uh, 25 minutes and 10 seconds is what Twitch tells me. Okay, perfect. And we're already in Die Hard. <laughs> what was Fantastic. the... Fantastic. Was Hot Shots Part 2? What about he, it? Like, part D? When, when he shows up, like he pops his head from a sewer manhole cover or whatever, and he's in the scene mm -hmm. where they're talking about uh, War and Peace. What yeah. Russian novel with 400 characters is <laughs> written about <laughs> Napoleonic War? War uh, Peace. I think that's the one scene as a kid. I was like, what are they doing? What, first of all, what is that? It's, they're playing Trivia Pursuit. Yeah, I, I know, yeah. but like, I know now, but like as a kid, I have no, no clue. And I was like, what is he talking about? What's the Napoleon? What? These words, war the and what? The Napoleonic Wars, according Can, to Raphael. Why does Raphael have a completely different accent? Than the rest of the turtles. That's got to be a choice, right? That's got to be like a like a distinct choice that he made to be like, I want to sound like this. No, like they all. Is that like... all right with you, Leo? <laughs> I'm gonna go see a movie. That's a... <laughs> Jesus. That's real bad. That's so bad. Did you just, they just alienated a whole subsection of New York City? Uh, I. What are they gonna do about it? Mm. Get beat up by a turtle? Well, go the, to La the, LaGuardia, right? The difference between between Raph having a uh, Ralph. You're going to make fun of me for what I say? <laughs> Ralph. The difference between Ralph having an accent and Mikey having an accent is like Mike, Mikey's like getting into a culture and they talk a certain way. But Ralph is just like, yeah, I like the way they talk over there. Like it doesn't make, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> Ralph. Ralphio. Ralph. Ralphio. Uh, <laughs> well, why did you just tick off? All of our childhood, all at once. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Just leave it there? <laughs> it's like I thought we thought we get a couple of throw pillows, a TV news reporter. What yeah. do you think? My, my favorite part is just Leo, like, hmm, like considering it. <laughs> like, we could use some throw pillows. There's, this couch is really uncomfortable. This is. We found this couch abandoned by a sewer. Yeah, uh, this is perfect. One twenty-two and an eight. Apparently, we're just going to move past it. Uh, I think. I think. Uh, Kel in the chat calling him Ralph kind of beats any point I was trying to make. So we'll just move past it. Oh, goodness. Uh, do you have a favorite one-liner or favorite line, I should say, in the movie? Favorite line. I mean, I, I, wise man says that forgiveness <laughs> is divine, <laughs> but never pay full price for late pizza. I mean, it's, I, yeah. I'm not going to say that I've lived my entire life by that comment, but I mean, it's certainly influenced a great oh, yeah. deal of my personality yeah. for sure. I mean, just sitting Sitting on the floor in my in, in my bedroom in the early nineties, popping this movie in every day after school. Like it's just uh, that's the like that's the scene that sticks out to me most is that dude that Domino's guy rolling up on that scooter. And Donatello's trying to be like, you know, Mikey, 
what you're talking about splinter not being around forever <laughs> yeah yeah like he's trying to have a serious conversation with his brother about their father possibly dying yeah you know like contemplating the finality of life and mm-hmm. and you know how everything ends you know the the meaninglessness of our existence and how nothing truly matters <laughs> but i'm not gonna pay you full price for pizza that's late yeah. pizza dude's, pizza got dude's 30, late pizza dude's got 30 seconds uh my favorite line in the movie uh, phenom uh, whoops that's okay <laughs> that's it's really good uh my favorite line in the movie is uh like Mikey and Donatello are like sitting in front of the television, eating snacks and like getting into a cartoon. Oh yeah, of <laughs> the rabbit in the, the hair, the the, 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 the tor- in the tor- tortoise in the hair, or whatever. Yeah. yeah, and he's just yelling at the television. Ninja kick, <laughs> ninja kick the damn rabbit. <laughs> Do something. <laughs> like, yeah. like I, I, one hand, I know they're probably just goofing around, but on the other hand, I, I kind of hope that's the first time they'd seen that. Yeah. And they were I, like super emotionally evolved, involved. I also uh, like when they're fantastic after Raphael saves April O'Neil mm-hmm. and um, she, she shouts him out on channel six news. Oh yeah. 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 The, the entirety of New York city, this 16 year old turtle, this teenage turtle. And he's like, I think he's blushing. And he throws the sigh, like, <laughs> like right with Donatello's crotches. And he's like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, maybe. <laughs> Oh man. Like everyone always talks about, you know, Michelangelo being the, the funny one, but I thought Don, like him and Donatello as a duo in this, in this movie really, really works. Oh, I think my favorite Donatello moment is when, well, my, I think it's Donatello when he strolls in on Casey in April, like massaging, getting a massage. Oh, that Michelangelo. And, yeah. And he's like, do you want some oil? And he whips out the turtle. <laughs> as a little kid, I was like, I don't understand why that's funny. And the first time I ever got a car, I was like, Yep. Turtle wax. Turtle wax. Yeah. It's fantastic. They're definitely all a bit more, um, they're all very, they're much more similar to one another. Like they have their uniqueness a little bit, especially I think Raphael, especially and a little bit, a little bit less Leonardo. Um, but they are all like the movie plays them all up for jokes and one-liners and gags and the whole nine yards. Well, Leonardo's comedy, I think is very understated. Like when he, right before Raphael leaves to go to the movie, mm-hmm. he's like, Hey Raph, where are you going? Yeah. And he's like, I'm going to go out for a movie. Is that okay? And he's like, dude, chill. That's yeah. cool. And then, like, Raphael turns around and he's like, and he just starts dancing. Yeah. The, the tequila. Da, 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 da. Like, yes, yes. Know. My DVD was scratched as a kid when I got that. When I got the DVDs later, of course, first I had them recorded off of TNT on one VHS tape, <laughs> Turtles 1, 2, and 3. And then later I got them on DVD and it had a full side copy or full screen copy and a widescreen copy. Like, it was like, double-sided oh yeah i know what you're talking about and it it's the widescreen copy skipped right right after that like mm. it, i missed them dancing for a few seconds so it's always we like and that's so ingrained in my head it, i've seen it dozens of times since then like digitally or my own dvds as an adult and i still expect it to skip it's like weird <laughs> seeing it not i can still hear like when it, when it gets to the bits where it would go to a commercial break on the vhs tape i had uh, I could still hear the, like, I know what commercial was supposed to play right there, or at least part of it, because, you know, you try to, like, cut it out or whatever. Yeah. Uh, it was pretty, uh, yeah. it's th- it's very, very ingrained. I think the things that we love about this movie are probably the things that the critics hate about it. Like, I'm being serious. Like, I <laughs> yeah. think in the context of an independent film, I think this movie is an A+. plus. Like, it's an A++. Like, there's a lot of, like, the effects, for the most part, are great. 
its violence mm-hmm. like is just enough to keep it PG thirteen. You know what I mean? PG. Like, is it PG? That's right. Yeah, yeah straight PG. Um, yeah, yeah, because there's there's you get one and they didn't use it. Um, yeah. I don't know. Like, did you get one back then? I don't know if those rule. I have no idea. I don't know. But um, there's like how much he says, like Raphael says, damn, he says like, damn, he says it a bunch. Yeah. That's like, the name of this episode, by the way, the, the ninja on ninja violence. We're going <laughs> to talk about the inverse ninja strength theory here in a moment. Uh, my favorite segment is April's voiceover at the country house with the montage of all the turtles dealing with splinters lost in their own ways. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's it's a really great. great scene. It yeah. doesn't last as long as I thought it, it, it from what I remember. I thought that well, was like 40 minutes. And it it's because it's, it's a kid. Like, you're just like, can we get like, you have this high octane action scene and the whole place burning down and then, and then you're like oh get back to it i don't yeah. care you know like yeah what uh, is this astral project what is he meditating is this yeah. yoga is this what the yoga is <laughs> i was told yoga was evil is this it wait a minute why are they using the force come on magical the, sale, the inverse ninja strength theory from what i remember and, and if i'm getting it wrong please correct me internet i'm sure you will uh, a, a bunch of guys at mit for their thesis came up with this idea I call it the inverse ninja strength theory. Uh, Tropes.tvtropes.org calls it the conver- con- conservation of ninjutsu, uh, in which the side that has the least amount of ninjas typically is the victor. Be- like So, for instance, when Raphael is one on 50 for the Foot Clan, mm-hmm. for the most part, he does a really, really good job until he gets overwhelmed. And then, when, and then like, for example, when all four turtles take on Shredder, they can't beat him, even though it's one on four. And then when he goes one on one with Splinter, spoilers, he gets thrown off. Spoilers. <laughs> Can't you imagine? You've been like, oh, this is so interesting. Oh, 30 minutes of this. I, I should watch this movie. Spoil yeah. the end of it. I think the only, like, it doesn't, when they fight in the, uh, when the middle, of uh, the middle fight scene, when they fight in April's house slash uh, the antique store or, I guess it's an antique store, or is it a pawn shop? I guess it's an antique store. A little bit of column they, A, a little bit of column B. Yeah, yeah. They get, they do like they're winning, but they get overwhelmed. Like it's yeah. definitely like two different scenes. Um, so it does. I don't think that counts there. Um, but of course, also you have the whole place burning down. Yeah, there, there is there a bit is a of a little bit of standing around syndrome. standing around <laughs> syndrome for sure. It's it's not the worst I've seen, but it's kind of it's also like yeah, I kind of expect that um, from something that's. Yeah. PG and yeah, it's trying to say it's no cartoon and it's going to be edgy and whatnot, but it's still PG. Like well, <laughs> there's yeah. a limit. Plus the 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 costuming and whatnot. Yeah, like I, I yeah, I think the most relevant or effective examples of the um, inverse ninja strength theory and typically it's John like John Rambo. Like how is John Rambo? Even he's not a ninja. Yeah, but how is a one man army taking on the entire ASEAN? Mm-hmm military he has a headband does that not make him a ninja he does disappear into the woods a lot yeah i don't know <laughs> maybe in the second or third rambo movies he's not so much but in the first in first blood why not yeah um yeah but, but like it's the whole idea that the side the, the side with the least amount of combatants yeah usually victorious like halo is a great example when you're the master chief you're able to take on the entire covenant army sure um Gears of War, like any well, the video games. Is, that's not really fair. I think that that's right. that's just how. I'm, it is. I'm just saying that's a, is an example. Like it's a sure. good way. It's a good reference point. Yeah. Like when they well, when they atta- when the Foot Clan attack the second time when mm-hmm. they when they try to ambush them in the sewers and they beat them. Yeah. They take the fight out of the sewers onto the streets and rooftops of New York. 
they're wholly successful until they come up against the shredder. Right. Then it's one on four as opposed to four on 50. Is or it whatever. really the one on fours? They seem to be taking turns. Like, I don't know if it's just they're trying to win honorably or, or what's going on, but well, like, there's him. one point where they all yeah. run up at them all at once, but you don't actually see them fight them all at once. It's just like a vin, like, I don't want to call them vignettes, but it's just like a quick one, two, three, four, you know, try again. You know, them doing rock, paper, scissors to see who has to go try to yeah. fight them. <laughs> Like they're very much up to that point, not taking it very seriously. Yeah, which is dice. I think they're like, wait, what? What do you mean? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Wait, I don't understand what you're, you're talking about. I mean, I sliced yeah. that dude earlier, but like, <laughs> he'll be fine, right? It's not my <laughs> fault. He doesn't have a shell. Like, is he a robot? Oh, yeah. <laughs> holy crud! Costuming. I loved the. I love the Foot Clan. I like they look awesome. Shredder looks awesome. Uh, the turtles look great. Even to this, like, even watching this, like, high def. I streamed it this this time, uh, just for convenience. And you can see, like, some of the line in the neck in some scenes where, like, the, the costume and the helmet is reading the rest of the costume. But I really do think it holds up. I think it, I think it holds it's, up very, very well. Some of the lip movements are a little, but I mean, they're it's they're actual puppets. It's I, crazy to me. I think a definite benefit to this movie. Is that a lot? I feel like a lot of the scenes that involve the turtles take mm-hmm. place at night um, or in, or in dark places. There's very few scenes where there's a lot of natural light. I mean, um, they have they have the whole action. You mentioned Raph's action scene on the roof, yeah. uh, and then they have the action scene in her apartment, which is yeah. pretty well lit, right? right but I guess I'm it's also saying, moving quickly and whatnot. But that's just yeah. one scene. Like there's yeah. like um, her boss comes over. They're there. They're there. I hate that phrase. They're in the apartment, and then obviously the the fight with Raph. But then it turns pretty quick to night. Like, yeah, it does, and that probably helps but, with the movement and whatnot. They can kind of yeah. muddy the waters a bit. It's like uh, adding fog or darkness to CGI yeah. <laughs> before there was any. The head like, in chat here. The heads were fairly advanced animatronics for the time. Yeah, I mean Jim Henson doesn't mess around. Have it, you seen those heads in twenty twenty three? Yeah, aren't they like rotted out or whatever? Like you they can look decaying. up pictures. Yeah. yeah. What's crazy to me, and I said we weren't going to talk about it, Chris, but I'm bringing it up. What's crazy to me is how good they look in this movie compared to how they look in the next movie, and then compare that to how they look in the third movie. I don't understand. Like, why didn't they just use the same... Like, I guess maybe the wear and tear, different actors inside of them. Or are they actors? I guess they're actors. Well, wasn't Keno from the second movie one of the stuntmen? Stunt persons, stunt individuals. I'm not trying to, you know. How do you how do you spell Kino? I think apparently K I N O. Yeah. Oh, he's is, not. Is he's that not Russian? up. Yeah, apparently it's. Alive. Yeah, it looks like it. Uh, Let's he's... see. I click. I'm clicking on it. I'm scrolling. I'm scrolling. Oh, 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 oh. oh hold on it. a second. No. What? <laughs> what? Are, what are we laughing at? The guy who plays Shredder. Um, mm-hmm. James Saito yeah. is this goofy dad from a romantic comedy that came out in 2021 called Love Hard. It's oh, got wow. Nina Dubrov from The Vampire Diaries. Oh, my God. Uh, it's about catfishing spoilers. Uh, and he's like this goofy, lovable dad. I can't believe that's the shredder. The actor who played Kino it's, has never done any stunt work. He did, however, play in my second favorite ninja movie of all time. Okay. Surf Ninjas. He is in Surf Ninjas, yeah. Yeah. Maybe, you know what? I'm going to put it down to third. I think Surf Ninjas is my third favorite ninja movie. Let's see. So obviously, it goes Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and then 
for a complete shift in tone. It goes ninja assassin, and then we come back to surf ninjas, <laughs> and then three ninjas, uh, or maybe maybe the karate. Does Karate Kid count as a ninja movie? I don't think so. K E N O. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ernie Reyes Jr. Uh, we we said we were not going to talk about Turtles two and three. Cal, how did you forget about three ninjas? There's three, three of just them. Just kick back. Yeah, they do all sorts of stuff. Uh, was it Rocky, Colts, and Tum Tum? I don't remember. Yeah, he was the suit actor for Donatello in the 1990s action scenes. According does, to Phenom. Yeah, that's what he. That's what uh, Phenom's saying. But I do not see that on his IMDb actor. Produ- oh, stunts. Uh, they, they filtered it out. Yeah, he was the fight stunt double for Donatello. Boom. But I don't. I don't know if he was in the suit the whole time or just di- like because I think multiple people play in the suits. He might have just done some of the uh, the action scenes. Let's there's see. A, there's because there's another person named standing next to Jim Henson in the costume. But there's also Leif I'm, Tilden. I'm sure there's a lot of them yeah. who did the who did uh, Donatello. Yeah. So I, was, I guess it's a couple because uh, Corey Feldman did his voice. He was also in Red Sonia. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh man, that's a movie we definitely should not watch for the. <laughs> I can find I don't, so many monkey clips. I don't even know. I don't understand I'm not the sure reference. What that means. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand the reference. Um, I feel like it would put me on a list. Don't send me any monkey clips. <laughs> yeah. Uh, his email address is no. <laughs> sci-fi wise guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, back to the sorry. Back to the ahead. yeah. No, no. I was. You, I was going to say, the, right ahead. I think a lot of the critics like see this movie in a real different light than, and it's not just my fandom talking. Like it's, it's literally our experience of watching a bunch of independent films. I think this movie is top tier sets wise. Like, yeah, maybe you could say some of the dialogues goofy. Some of it's bad. I, I like Baron's direction almost mm-hmm. in all things. So when it comes down to it, like I don't, the only B movie that you and I have super disagreed on upon was alien warfare. Right. Mostly because I thought it was a terrible B movie. But I think like even in context, this movie isn't what is it, forty fifty percent, forty percent on Rotten Tomatoes? Like I just don't see it. Like and that's again, that's not me mm-hmm. being a fan of the Ninja Turtles. That's me seeing over a hundred and fifty independent films. Like no. I just don't see it. I just We've I just seen agree. so many independent yeah. films. <laughs> Way more than I ever thought we would. Yeah. No hundred percent. I, I think this is good. I wanna, I'm gonna transition us to my new favorite segment. Mm. Um, one star. We're gonna look at one star reviews. Yeah, there's only a couple of them on IMDb. I was actually surprised I found any. And I want to. I'm gonna read this one. I want to see what you think. Uh, So this is posted on uh, IMDb. One out of ten. Millennials are gaslighting us into thinking this is a good film. (laughs) Okay. This movie blows. The only (laughs) reason this film receives good reviews is because it was beloved by children in the '90s who are now too stubborn and blinded by nostalgia to to see it as a steaming turd. The dialogue is trash. The characters are as one-dimensional as it gets. The plot is stupid and pointless, and this film is filled with more lazy 90s tropes than I could count. I feel bad that this is one of the last projects that the Jim Henson company worked on before his death. I understand why a child in 1990 would love this film, but that doesn't make it good. Also, this movie, racist as hell. All these fake-ass Asian accents done by non-Asian people, the fake-ass Japanese names, and the weird cultural appropriation is goofy as hell. If anyone did the splinter accent in a modern piece of media, they'd be ousted from the industry, but but this still gets a pass to this day. This film is a dookie water out of 10. All right, Chris, Um, respond. 
I mean, I could see that, like, I think I've learned many years later that the actors who played both the Shredder and Tatsu weren't, that's not their voices. No. Like, I've, I found that out many years later. So I, I think I get what he's talking about. Um, I'd, I'd want to ask this a person's opinion on the, the video game Shadow Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> From 1994, mm-hmm. like how he feels about that. You, uh, you, the masterpiece. <laughs> uh, was it 1994? I thought it was later than that. It might be 1994. Uh, that's how I feel. I feel like it's 1994. Let's see, 1997. 1997. Okay. That feels. That, came, that feels. If I say 1994, felt, what Duke Nukem? Doom or like yeah, Doom or yeah. Wolfenstein or something. Um, yeah. I mean, I get it. I don't necessarily feel like that's racist. Nah. Like. I mean, it, color me like biased against that, or I don't even know what I'm trying to say there. Is it weird that they didn't have Asian actors do the voices? I don't Maybe. know. I mean, yeah, but it's how do how do I put it? Is that I, I don't I don't know if that gives it a one out of ten. And I like <laughs> how you're just I like how you're you're jumping on that and not like the, uh, everything else he mentioned about this about the dialogue being goofy and being full of '90s tropes sounds like a good thing to me. <laughs> Well, so I mean, it's I, but part of that is period. I mean, we talked about it yeah. when we, we we watched Mutant Mayhem about how it, uh, and I'm not hating on Mutant Mayhem specifically for this reason, but like a lot of the stuff it Snail saw that movie with me. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff in that movie that like not that went over my head, but I can't really relate to because I'm not a teenager in the year 2003. I mean, then again, right. I also wasn't a teenager in the year 1990. But these are the turtles that I grew up with. And like calling them one dimensional, they're comic book characters. Like, of course they're one dimensional. Like, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like, what kind of a statement is that? Like, yeah. Like, it, it's an hour and a half long, like, B movie. Like, of course there's not going to be a whole lot of plot development for these characters. Like, the most that they grow is that they grow together and they like grow to accept each other. In that scene where Phenom was talking about when they're at the farm, there's development there, but they're still who they are because they're comic book characters. Like yeah. Superman, well, Superman I don't know if that's never, the best. no, no, he just never grows. Like he's still the big Boy Scout. Like he never, like that's this whole thing. We we watch the Batman yeah. versus the Ninja Turtles. Like he's Batman. It will always be Batman, uh, except for yeah, no, he'll always be Batman. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying, like it yeah. doesn't like that's I that that's a weak argument, and I disagree. Okay. I disagree, Reginald. I mean, I also disagree. I don't. Yeah. I was, yeah. And like the obviously tropes, are the whole the movie point came out of 1990. <laughs> so of course there's 90s tropes. Yeah, it's a movie about yeah. not only is a movie about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, it's a movie about New York City. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of course, New York be... City's almost like its own character. <laughs> <laughs> are oh, we on no. Staten Island? Ugh. <laughs> uh. No, I, I uh, no. The whole point of the, of course, the whole point of that bit is to make fun of people and disagree <laughs> with them. Uh, so that's that's yeah. where we're at. That's Elias Cotius, yes, plays Casey Jones and yeah. shot Doctor House. Believe it or not, yeah, I will never forgive them for replacing him with Kino in the second movie. <laughs> it's absolute trash, absolute trash. Okay, and then they brought him back for the third movie and just... sidelined the whole time. He was like Thane in Mythica four or three point. Was, yeah. <laughs> Wait, it was the third one, right? Yeah, because the fourth one's the one where they're on a road trip. Yeah, yeah, you, Mythica yeah. three, yeah. Mis- yeah. Mythica Wait, three. I think you flipped them. Yeah, I did. Okay, Mythica three <laughs> is the road trip. No, Mythica what? doesn't matter. It just this is the most the least important conversation we'll have all month. I have seen the Casey Jones fan film, Kel. Um, 
I've not. It's been a while. It was yeah. pretty good. I mean, it's it's good. It's just as good as like the the rated R Power Rangers fan film or the uh, was that Mortal uh, Kombat. The film well, that came out a couple years ago. No, well, I mean that's already kind of edgy. The um, there was another Punisher one that came out with the same guy who played Punisher the first time. I can't remember his name off the top Thomas of my head. Jane? Thomas or Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah. Lundgren. Thomas Jane. But I guess that doesn't need to be edgy either because it is the Punisher. But there's a bunch of those little fan films that went around. We really should devote a month to fan films. Well, we watched a fan film. We watched one to fan you, film. It's the worst episode, or the worst, except the worst received episode we've ever made. Yeah, it is. Doesn't mean I don't want to watch more. There, There is a bevy of people swinging lightsabers around on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. I would I would want to pick no more than one per, like, product. Yeah. Right? Like, one the, Star Wars, one Star Trek. There's a bunch of people out there that are like, I could tell a better story than J.J. Abrams. And I hate to break it to you, kids. You can't. <laughs> I'm not saying that he can tell a story really well, but you can't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. All right. Uh, any any uh, closing thoughts? Do you have an um, idiot of the movie? I mean, obviously, the idiot of the movie is the Shredder. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I feel like, I, I think Homeboy should have played his hand way earlier than he did. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, mm-hmm. for a, a poker reference for for this movie is Homeboy slow rolled his hand. He had two kings and thought he had the best hand at the table. And then Splinter shows up, like, it, like when the river comes and flips out those two aces and he gets thrown off a roof. Like, I feel that if you're the Shredder, you kill Raphael on the roof. Oh yeah. You don't you don't throw him to his brothers through the skylight as badass as that scene was. You right. throw him off the roof mm-hmm. and you make turtle soup out of him. And now yeah. there's three turtles toil and in, soup. And instead of because he's what you if you throw him off the roof, instead of everyone jumping into the room, you just set fire to the building and burn them alive. You would have made a better shredder is what you're trying to say. <laughs> Look, I will shoot James Bond if I'm in the room with him. There's like, I'm not going to hit him in the balls with a rope. I'm not going to do any of that stuff. I'm killing him. I don't care. You're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. So it's the shredder. Yeah. I I was just going to say because of him losing his cool in the last 30 seconds of his life leading to his death. He's just like, oh, I'm just going to spear this guy. Literally spear him. (laughs) Did you have a wise guy of the film? uh, Snail is not wrong at all. Oh, I missed it. Chris has a Batman Justice League backup plan for all of us. Yes. Uh, I think uh, my favorite Chris quote, and I don't know if it's ever been said on the podcast, I don't have friends, <laughs> just enemies that have yet to betray me. It's true. <laughs> uh, yeah. Wise guy of the film. I mean, I'd say Splinter, but yeah. Casey Jones makes a lot of really poignant points in this movie outside of him being kind of like a misogynist a little bit like you know just it's kind of uh hey um you've i'm mr fix it princess toots. Lead, lead the way toots yeah toots. <laughs> i just i remember that being one of the first words that my parents had to tell me not to repeat yeah like yeah uh, i'm not sure about that one but um yeah like when he when he beats up tatsu when he mm-hmm. when he tees off on his face yeah. um and with the one wood, I think, right? <laughs> yeah. When he um he's like, We're a family. And he's like, This, this is your family like that. And he like points at Tatsu and the and the refuse and he's like, That's yeah. your family. He really is a, a like a center point mm-hmm. for a lot of the things in this movie. Like, yeah, maybe he shouldn't be beating up 
teenagers like pickpockets in Central Park. But what's he doing so much differently than Raphael? Like, you uh, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they when they save April at the beginning of the movie, like, yeah, are are they really like? Are they really in a place? Like, is he really in a place to judge Casey Jones? Like, well, him, yeah. Um, go ahead. I, no, I just I think I think in general Casey Jones is more violent than they are. Like, he's sure. beating them up to beat them up, and, and maybe it doesn't come across as much in the movie. Yeah. Or how to be toned I mean, down. You got to know yeah, what but in general, is before you know what cricket is. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm going to give a shout out to our good friend Raul, who's not here. Jose Canseco, bet. Jesus. Tell me you didn't pay money for this. It's a two for one sell, pal. <laughs> um, I think Casey Jones is a good wise guy for this. He sees people that are getting hurt, namely Raph. He's like, cool. And he runs to it and yeah. he helps. And he's like, I'm here to help. Y'all are obviously good people. And doing and the, these guys are the bad guys. Like out of all the main characters, the good guys of the movie, he's the one who's got like the least stakes. Like he has no he has no personal stake, I should say. Yeah. Like he doesn't know them. He's just like, oh, bad guys. Yeah. That makes these guys good guys. Cool. Let's get it done. Yeah. He's you cleaning know? up the streets of New York because it's yeah. the right thing to do. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The, the ineffectiveness uh, of our police force. Being a vigilante. <laughs> Is isn't that a car? I think that I think an Italian manufacturer <laughs> makes the vigilante. Is, vigilante uh, is it's his way of contributing to society, and uh, yeah, that's why he's the wise guy of the movie. <laughs> I, f- I feel like I saw a vigilante for sale. Here, dude. <laughs> look, I'm not going to apologize. Hey man, look, Phenom says adjacent. He does say the, adjacent. instead of adjacent, so he's got no room to real talk. That's very true. That's very true. Oh, man. All right. Uh, look, this has been a great month. I've really enjoyed this. Uh, like we said, we've recorded a few extra episodes. So I say month, but by the time you're listening to this on the pod uh, feed, it's going to be, hey, I think, mid-September. So it's been a great month and a half, I guess, of Ninja Turtles content. Uh, and just getting to see some things I hadn't seen before and then closing it all out with this excellent film from our childhood yeah. full of 90s tropes. And um, one-liners. one-liners, and uh, you know, some uh, just cheesy uh, dialogues and gags. If you have suggestions for other s- straight-to-stream, independent B-movie-style science fiction, or <laughs> is this even science? I guess this is science fiction. Science fiction I mean, adjacent. There's ooze. There's ooze. 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 It rolls off the tongue. It just rolls off ooze. the tongue. Ooze. Uh, oh man. Uh, but if you have suggestions for things we should watch and, and talk about, whether because they're really good and you want to share them or because they're really bad and uh, you want to punish us, you can let us know, sci-fi-wiseguys at gmail.com. Uh, we're also on, I guess, all of the social medias, all the ones that were uh, that existed up through August 25th. I'm sure there's like 14 more by the time you hear this, um, just at sci-fi-wiseguys. Uh, Snail would like us to find a movie that has something to do with cars. We could watch Cars. Well, he said like Fast and Furious. I just we, maybe you mean gone in gone in sixty seconds. Maybe there's a science fiction movie that involves a bunch of street racers. I don't know. We'll find one. You mean uh, Fast Nine? Uh, I was well, Death Race. Oh, Death Race. There you <laughs> is go. That okay, science fiction. That's better. Uh, yeah, I mean, as much as Mad Max is, I guess, right? Mm. Which I mean, maybe we should watch. Mad Max. <laughs> Fair enough. Stay healthy. Stay hydrated. And. Uh, Pizza Dude's got 30 seconds. Remember, forgiveness is divine, but never pay full price for late pizza. Don't do it. Don't do it. Cowabunga, dudes. That was great.
Oh, uh, who's for anyone who's still listening in the live thing? What, who's your favorite turtle? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Just uh, we're gonna do what is this a straw poll? Who's yeah. your favorite turtle? Some raff. Yeah, don't try to sway the votes, Chris. I'm just giving mine. So we got one of everyone but Leo right off the bat. You know, I, I had a whole I had a whole point about Leonardo that I was gonna bring up if you said you didn't like him. So. Oh, I, I like all of them. I like yeah. all the turtles. I don't have anyone. I don't have any that I don't like. I don't find any of them annoying. Um, okay. Well, wow. Scientific brought it up. So we're we gonna we're gonna have to ban him again. From he, he, here's my deal with people who don't like Leonardo. Yeah. You probably also wouldn't like your older brother. <laughs> yeah. That's the that's the thing. Like someone's got to be the adult in the room, and I think older siblings usually have a relationship with Leonardo that most others don't. Yeah, Leo um, was my favorite growing up for sure. Yeah. Donatello's the best one. Kel's got it. I mean, I vote <laughs> I vote Donatello a hundred percent of the time. He's got a stick. He's, He's got, got mad bow staff skills, bro. Yeah. He's using my stick against me. Uh, Leonardo's entire storyline and never seen Ninja Turtles that he's whining and crying about. Okay, well, you obviously haven't seen the 2012 Ninja Turtles where he Mm-mm. becomes the leader because he asks. <laughs> did you watch? Did the did it show the scene where he's like, "Did you really gave it to me because I asked?" He's like, you yeah. I would have given it to anyone who asked." <laughs> and, then he, and then he's like, "Even Mikey." <laughs> Splinter's like. Uh, no, no, maybe not, maybe not, maybe not. All right, so it, I mean, the straw poll I think shows um, a little bit of Leo hate, but otherwise, pretty pretty well divided. Um, and that was the 39 and a half year anniversary of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Chris. It was a lot of fun. They're heroes in a half shell, turtle power. Which rap song's better? Oh, Turtle God. Power or Ninja Rap? Nin- Ninja Rap? 100%. Vanilla Ice, I think, wins for the first time in his pitiful life. I just got to ask you a question. Have you ever seen a ninja get down? Down. <laughs> Slam and jam to this new sweet sound. <laughs>